0: Welcome to Breakthrough Radio, a global business radio show where smarter strategies deliver breakthrough results by adding an entrepreneurial touch driving today's profits. Now, get ready for three powerful breakthrough segments with Michelle Price.
1: Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. This is Michelle Price here coming to you from the third coast of Houston, Texas today. We're on Breakthrough Radio. We are celebrate 10 years of talking about how to master the internal and external game of business. Well, you know, it is the fourth Monday of the month, and at the top of each episode is when we hear the breakthrough tip. Now, every fourth week, the breakthrough tip is about the human experience of an entrepreneur. You know, it's a short tip at the top of the show where you can go take action on that information right now. Our featured spot today is with Martin Lindstrom, the author of Small Data. He has carved out a niche as a global expert and pioneer in the field of consumer psychology, brand marketing, and neuroscientific research. You're going to want to catch this conversation. Our featured interview is a 30 to 35-minute conversation that's a nice deep dive into the topic of the day to allow you to gain a much better understanding, level of knowledge, and application For your business. Then we wrap up this Monday in our Breakthrough Bite with Andrea Walsh, our success mindset and go for no expert. You know, the Breakthrough Bite is a 10 minute segment that's more than our tip, not as much as our featured interview, meeting all the learning styles of our listeners. I want to thank you for coming to listen to Breakthrough Radio, and if it's your first visit, please make sure you thank the person who told you about us. Now, here's the scoop. You're going to want to listen without distraction. That's why you only need to write down one URL today. It's www.thebreakthroughradio.com. You know, every week you have access to a blog post that gives you the frame for the conversation for each episode. And that means any and everything that we talk about today, we will reference as a resource and link to it there. Whether it's how to reach Martin, Andrea, or myself, make sure you do visit and connect with each one of us. And do more than follow. Reach out. Truly connect. Engage us in conversation. Imagine that. (laughs) And, of course, when it makes sense for your business, hire us. Well, here is our breakthrough tip for today. You know, peace does not equate with balance. Now, as an entrepreneur, you're under a tremendous amount of stress. It's a very different dynamic than having a singular role. Daily expectations are aligned with that role. You know, oddly, being an entrepreneur reminds me of that quote from Back to the Future movie. Roads? Where we're going, we don't need roads. Yet as human beings, we look for comfort in having guidance, especially when dealing with the unknown. You know, we know the power of inner peace and how that can be felt not only by the entrepreneur, us, but by the entire team and our customers as well. So today we want to talk about one aspect of the inner game for entrepreneurs, how to find peace in the seemingly chaotic world of entrepreneurship, and why would we want to? After all, entrepreneurs need their edge, right? It's what separates themselves from those who miss the value of continuously thinking, how do I solve that? Or is it? What has to be inside you as an entrepreneur in order to manifest and produce the dreams you have? Do you have to have all of that inside of you when you start? What will you need in order to tap into the thinking needed? What does your physical presence contribute to the end result you want to achieve. And where in the timing is it important to shift gears? You know, some of us think peace only comes from being on vacation or going to a remote location that takes us away from all stimulation because we deem that's what's causing our disruption. Peace was there all along, right next to the chaos, but we hadn't figured out how to tap into that yet. What if injecting kindness, a kindness that not only directed toward others, but also ourselves, was a key to achieving peace? Have you examined your definition of peace? You know, one of the best lessons I learned from Anthony Robbins all these years ago is to make sure everyone is dealing with the same definition before we start to solve any problem. This ensures everyone is starting from the same place, and it puts you in agreement from the beginning. Now, here's a quick three-point technique to help you tap into peace, and balance will come on its own. Assess, do, release. So assess, what is the situation? Then what can I do for me in order to do for others? And release, is there something that I need to let go of so that I can move forward? In the assess mode, ask yourself, what am I feeling right now? What do I need? When you start from this position and are honest in these two questions, you will be amazed at what you can do because different answers will show up. You know, two quick questions lay a foundation for clarity. And we all know without clarity how muddy your results can become. So now you can take action from a place of mindfulness that shows up quickly in your results. And this only works if you do something aligned to the answers of those first two questions. One thing I've observed over time is when you take a mindful action, you will open yourself up to recognize something in yourself that needs to be released or let go of because it doesn't serve you any longer, if it ever did. That brings us to the release phase. The simple question asked, is there something I need to release so that I can move forward is key. That answer does not always come loudly. One way it has shown up for me is I will remember a situation that demonstrates what I need to release. Focus on what is directly in front of you right now. Answer these questions for yourself right now. Action right now and be willing to step into a newfound form of peace because of it. You know, I saw a really great quote this morning, and I think this aligns perfectly to our message today. Remember, focus determines your reality. That was from George Lucas. Now, in our last episode, we talked with Michael Gale of the Digital Helix. And, you know, a company that's learned the value of identifying your digital DNA is Ford. So how can you follow Ford's lead and be more strategic in how you create value for your customers? You know, expectations have changed, and that means you need to find ways to change with them. One of these changes is in the game of buying for business, no matter what industry you sit. It's why having a buyer journey map has become mandatory if you want to succeed and grow. And this is exactly what Growth Hacking CMO does with their clients when they're approached and ask for help to grow business as and revenues. You know, growth hacking CMOs are masters at crafting that roadmap and then showing clients how to structure their execution with precision. And defining what's important to customers today and using analytics to see how customers are making their buying decisions is the savvy way to prepare for their future needs and for you to stay relevant. And you know what's valuable for your customer. You can use that, capture their attention, and have it be welcomed. Whether you have 10 or 10,000 customers, your buyer journey map saves you time, money, and headaches. It is your sweet spot in business. So make sure you do connect and discover how GrowthHackingCMO.com can help you do that for 2018. Now, while I was delivering our breakthrough bite or our breakthrough tip, I was hearing a, a call come in. And so I am going to have to, live as we talk, open up something here so I can see if I can read what that message is. Um, I have a feeling there might have been a little bit of a misunderstanding on Martin calling in versus calling me on my phone. So bear with me as I'm opening that up to see what kind of message might be sent Oh, while wow, I'm trying to keep moving forward with our okay, so he's having problems getting through to the number, all right, let me see uh if I can dial him directly through the switchboard, so bear with me here for just a second while I look at the number that came in through my phone. And process that one second. Okay. Let's see if we can do this. This will be a first... I've never dialed uh, a guest directly. Haven't even had a chance to introduce him yet. So let's try this. Three. And for those of you who've been listening to Breakthrough Radio for a while, you are going to really uh, appreciate and love the fact that we were able to get Martin to come back on Breakthrough for the Call failed, all right, and this is one of the joys of being an entrepreneur is you get to solve things live (laughs) during a broadcast. have it dialed directly through my phone because that won't have him be on the switchboard so that we can hear him. So let's see if there is another way for us to solve this in the moment. Hmm. I've never dialed Switzerland before, so I'm hoping that this number that showed up on my caller ID is everything that I need. I'm going to send him an email. Well, cool. if anybody's ever called Switzerland before, tweet me with the hashtag BBS Radio and tell me what the secret is, because I dialed the entire number that I had here. Let me look at it one more time, make sure I wrote down all the digits correctly. You would never know, it's not Mercury retrograde. <laughs> <laughs> All right. When in doubt, use Google. Calling Switzerland. Let's see if there's something. Ah, so I first need to dial the zero one one. All right, let's try that way. All right, crossing fingers that this will go through call was failed or not answered. There seems to be a very fascinating technical challenge for us today. It's weird because uh, Martin's called us uh, live on our switchboard before. Hmm. And I'm not quite sure what else to do. So I'm going to quickly go to a short tip that Andrea delivered a few years ago. I'm going to play that, and we're going to try to solve this offline while you learn something from Andrea. Thanks. Well, Andrea, I know one of the things that I find really fascinating each month as you help us kind of delve into what it really means to go for no, is there's always such an awakening that not just happens when you're given the tip, but it's like a couple days later. I keep having these cool aha. So I want to thank you for that.
0: <laughs> oh, you're welcome, Michelle. Thank you.
1: Here's what's going through our minds right now. Um, you and I talked about. When salespeople or or people who are handling the sales in the business are so focused on getting that yes Mm -hmm. that there tends to be a tendency to allow opportunities that just aren't right for them to cloud their judgment. How can we avoid that happening to us?
0: Okay, I love this question and this has to do with operating um, from a place of clarity in terms of what it is you do, what it is you provide, and Michelle, a willingness to be honest with yourself as a salesperson and, and then honest with the customer or the prospect or client or whoever you're working with. And what happens when we are go for yes focused is we tend to just, <laughs> we really want to close that deal. We really want to get that yes so badly that oftentimes, as salespeople, we can get ourselves in trouble. And sometimes what happens is we get ourselves in trouble and we sell something that's actually not right for the person. And then, in general, you know, people who are quote in sales have a negative reputation they get a bad reputation because it's like hey this person is just trying to sell me and so with the go for no mindset it's really operating from a place where you know that a no is perfectly acceptable And you operate with that mindset that says, in addition with being okay with no's and understanding that in order to get more yeses, you're going to have to start collecting more no's, um, you've got to come from this idea of clarity, from a, a, a place of clarity where you are, you know what it is that you have to offer and you're okay when things are not the perfect fit, and so there's a couple things that I do in my business, and um, it actually it it works really well. And I'm not saying that it works well like it's a technique, and yet when I explain this, I think you'll see what I mean. So what you do here is that when you're talking to a customer, or client, or you know someone like that, and you're Discussing what their needs are, right? You're kind of in the maybe you're in the needs analysis stage um, and you're not really sure exactly what it is the customer's looking for. It's great to restate what it is that they are telling you that they're looking for whether it's a product or service, it doesn't matter. But to just reiterate to the customer what it is that you are hearing to make sure that you're both on the same page. Because again, you're coming from a place of hey, if this deal doesn't work out, that's okay. A no is actually a perfectly acceptable response, and in the end, everybody will win by operating from this place of honesty and clarity. So you really wanna restate what it is the person is looking for when you're kind of in that discussion phase. And then you have to be okay with telling the person the truth if you think it's not the right fit. And even if you think it's the right fit, but there's maybe one thing that's not perfect or one thing that you have a concern over, you know, as salespeople, sometimes we're so concerned, again, with going for that yes um, and, and focusing on that yes that it's like we don't want to do anything to lose the deal. We don't want to do anything, you know, to screw things up. And Again, customers and prospects can sense that, and they they want to know that they're dealing with someone who's going to be truthful and be honest, and so at that point, you know, if there's something that's not right, just come out and tell the truth and say, you know what, I think I can do X, Y, Z, but here's the only thing I'm a little concerned with, and work through that with them, and this is kind of where this whole process ends up. When you operate with that sense of integrity and that clarity and you're not forcing that yes and you're not finessing and and doing everything you can to get that yes, you're actually going to be very attractive to that customer that client that moment because they really are going to sense that you are working on their behalf and that you are truthful and that, and they will actually start to sell themselves. And Michelle, I've had this happen. I've had people call me and start talking with me about you know their needs and as I'm listening I'm I'm trying to repeat back you know what it is I hear them saying and we kinda of go back and forth and we 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 clarify and we clarify. And there's been times where I say, you know, I don't think this is what you're looking for. I, I you know this is what I do and I think you're looking for something totally different. And sometimes I've actually had people start selling themselves. About me. It's like they'll actually go, oh, no, 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 no I, I, no, I, and I, cause it'll give me a chance to clarify and say, here's what it is I can offer to you. And they, they will come back and go, oh, no, that's, that is what I want. Or together we come to an agreement that, you know what, it is not the right fit. But at the end, so the end of this whole process really is this, you know, no being perfectly acceptable in the process puts you in a position of power. It puts you in a position of integrity and clarity as a business person. And when you get that yes, that person has sold themselves because you took the time. And and if there was that opportunity to maybe even push a little bit and say, are you sure this is, you know, is this the right fit? They sell themselves. And so they don't look at you as this a you really do become that advisor by having that go for no mindset.
1: You know the other thing that I heard in that? I also heard that by sharing with them, well, this sounds like what you're telling me is blank, 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 blank will work for you. But here's my concern is now you're also in a position where you can collaborate on what you can bring to the table versus what they think they need, and you may come up with another solution that
0: neither one of you would have thought of by yourself. Absolutely, absolutely. And so the key here is to really come at it from a um, a, a no-fear perspective, not having the fear of hearing that no. Um, and, yeah, you, you work through things sometimes and you come up with other solutions, but it's, it's not just going for that yes and saying, I'm going to do everything within my power to just convince this person that this is this is the only thing, um, the end-all, be-all solution. Mm. Again, Andrea,
1: you have stretched our gray matter cells so that they can help serve us and our customers better. I want to thank you so much for that.
0: Thanks, Michelle. It was always, it's always so much fun.
1: Well, I have learned something very, very interesting. And it wasn't just an issue with Martin being able to connect with us all the way from Switzerland so that we could have that great conversation we worked so hard to uh, create for you and have happen today. But apparently, there is a platform issue where none of our guests, even Andrea, who calls in every month like clockwork, is able to get through to the platform. And unfortunately, I cannot solve that in real time with the platform. So it looks like the technology has kicked us firmly in the behind two weeks in a row. And I greatly apologize to all of our listeners here at Breakthrough Radio. There are times when, as an entrepreneur, you wish you could just reach in and fix things in the moment. But this is one of those occasions where we have to take a deep breath and realize we are not in control. So I will do what I can once I get offline here to figure out how we can solve this so this doesn't happen again and what needs to happen should this uh, ever occur again and uh, see if we can't have uh, another interview in the bag for you but, you know, Ah, the joys of dealing with chaos, challenges in real time on live radio. You just have to love what the universe throws at you. I want to thank everybody for tuning in to Breakthrough Radio today. I'm grateful I was able to deliver the breakthrough tip for you on the human experience as an entrepreneur and your feedback is important to us and the entire team because our intention every week is to expand your knowledge and inspire your actions to grow your business. And to accomplish that, it benefits all of us to hear what you've liked, what you haven't liked, which topics you're enjoying, which ones you want to learn more about. You can email those requests to thebreakthroughspecialist at gmail.com. And we thank you for visiting and checking out additional episodes at Breakthrough Radio at www.TheBreakthroughRadio.com. This is Michelle Price here with Breakthrough Radio delivering you the best business minds each Monday live. I'm coming to you from the third coast of Houston, Texas, where we work with you, a business down the street or around the world, telling your dynamic story, attracting your ideal customers. We will talk with you again next Monday. <laughs>